welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. I am your host, Serial Sensei, and we are on episode number 34. Um, yeah, not a whole bunch going on over here. Um, I originally was actually going to go see Planet of the Apes today, but weather kind of sucks and to be honest i just kind of didn't <laughs> didn't feel like going to see it um but i'm gonna save that till sunday i'm not gonna lie i'm a i'm like a fake planet of the apes fan like i just now saw the last two movies like two days ago but really dope series i've enjoyed it um even though i got on the bandwagon 30 years late but hey whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be in there sometime this weekend probably definitely gonna give uh board planet apes uh, a look and i might actually i might review that too i'm not sure i also might end up reviewing this castlevania anime on netflix but um we'll see we'll see i'm not gonna say too much um hopefully i'll, I'll end up uh talking about those two um as for today uh back to the music man i've been talking about a lot of fights but i gotta get gotta get back to the music gotta got a lot of albums to to run through um three in particular um jay-z's 444 zero's no love boulevard and uh big boys boomerverse but real quick uh just before i get started um i feel like unfortunately man we've been doing rest in peace shout outs a lot more on this podcast than i would like to but uh just wanted to give a quick mention uh and i don't want to butcher this gentleman's name um this was a stuntman from uh, The Walking Dead, which I'm, I'm pretty sure if I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys know what The Walking Dead is. Um, but let me pull up this gentleman's name because I don't uh, want to get his name. OK, so his name is John Berniker, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, but he was a stuntman um, on The Walking Dead. Um, he passed away after uh, I think he took like a 22 foot uh, fall on set and um he, he survived the like the initial fall but i believe he passed away like while he was in the hospital um so just quick you know uh, rest in peace to him condolences to his family i think a lot of times and you know we see films and you know everybody gives props to the actors and the directors but we kind of forget about the people who are behind the scenes who you know still make everything happen and definitely play a huge parts in you know the movies we watch the, the tv shows we watch so on and so forth so just just wanted to give him a uh a, a, a quick mention and you know kind of there's it's no there's no good way to to go out and it, it it definitely sucks man you don't like hearing news like this but uh like hearing news like this but just, just wanted to give him a quick shout out so um yeah rest, rest in peace to him and like i said uh, condolences to his family I think they temporarily halted uh, shooting The Walking Dead. I think this is for season eight. Um, not sure when they'll start back up, but yeah, man, just just wanted to give that a quick 
mention before we get started. Um, so I guess without further ado, uh, let's uh, let's let's get started then. So, um, what what album should I start with? You know what? We're, we're gonna start off with uh, with with Jay with Jay Z's album uh, 444. So I feel like I need to preface this review with just a few comments. So I'm not a huge jay-z fan just gonna throw that out there <laughs> whatever you can fight me we can meet 335 at the swing set if, if you got a problem i don't care but yeah i'm not i'm not a huge not a huge jay fan and it's not that i think he's bad i i understand why people um like him and why they rank him as high as they do when you start you know mentioning and naming lists of all-time great mcs like i get it i i completely understand why people like him just for me personally like I, he's kind of like kobe to me almost like kobe was one of those dudes in the nba who was like i respect the game i can acknowledge that you're great but i'm just not like a huge you know i'm not a huge fan myself and with with jay for me it's kind of like that like i respect the game i respect the bars it's kind of funny as much as i say i'm not like a huge fan i still know a pretty i still know a pretty good amount of jay's song just because i've heard him so much and it's not like he hasn't put out you know things i don't like like i own blueprint 3 i thought that was a pretty solid album but like i guess for me it's just like he's he's great lyrically but i don't know like i just i never really feel any like connection with anything he puts out like i don't know it's just kind of he's got bars it might be something catchy but nothing of his really like sticks to me that much but anywho i wanted to give 444 a listen just because i mean he's jay-z so even though i'm not a fan like i'll still i'll still give what he puts out uh, a listen well all right i didn't really listen to magna carta holy grail to be honest and what i did here i didn't really like <laughs> all that much so but you know like he's one of those dudes where if if he can intrigue me enough i'll i'll give the album a shot so going into this album had no idea what i was gonna get didn't know what to expect didn't honestly have expectations that were set high at all um and i'll say albums like this and I'll, I'll say the same thing about Big Boy's album later when I get to that. But albums like this are the reason why I have to wait a while before I do reviews. Like, I, I can't be one of those people that talks about an album like a day or two or even like the week of after it comes out. Unless it just happens to hit me that hard and like I enjoy it that much. But like this was definitely one of those albums that had i reviewed this like the day i listened to it or the day after or even like that first week to be honest i probably wouldn't have had much much positive to say about it and to be honest i'm not like all that in love with this album but it has definitely grown on me within the last couple of weeks that i've actually like sat down and got a chance to just you know let it marinate let it sit with me give it a couple listens and luckily this album was pretty short so I got through this, you know, listening to this album is kind of just flies by. I mean, it's only 10 tracks. I think they got a deluxe edition. Um, and even the deluxe edition, I think it's only 13. So, I mean, regardless if you got the deluxe um, or the regular, this, this was a really, really quick listen. But 
yeah man i was i i, I enjoyed this this was a, a solid a solid listen um i can't say personally for me where this ranks on jay-z's you know hierarchy or in his catalog because like i said i'm not a huge jay-z fan there's a lot of material he's put out that i've just never listened to to be honest i'm not gonna lie to you on this podcast and act like <laughs> i'm the, the biggest jay stan i know all of his work i don't so whatever fight me i don't care <laughs> but you know yeah I, I can't rank this in his hierarchy but if if i were to guess i, w- I would say probably not his best work but definitely like in that mid-range to top tier of his albums um this is definitely better than anything i've heard from him like as of late like i haven't really listened to all of magna carta holy grail i'm positive this is better than that like i'm I'm pretty sure like from what i heard from magna carta wasn't that great and this while there were things about this album that i didn't like that i'll I'll get into but that this album definitely had a lot of positives um really the main thing that made me want to give this project a listen was when i found out that it was being produced entirely by no id so anything with no id production i'm all for it so he pretty much had me off that and kind of my mindset going in going into the album was if 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 anything if i don't like the songs i know i'm gonna find a couple of instrumentals off of here that i know i'm gonna love just because no ids behind the boards and i got that I, i definitely got that but i also got you know something different from jay that i feel like none of us have probably really heard um got a chance to hear about sean carter like the man behind jay-z you know the, who we, we always hear about jay-z brag and boast on the mic about how much money he's got and so on and so forth but you never really you know you don't get to see the guy under the suit you know we we see we, we see superman but we we get small glimpses of of, of clark kent but like on on this album he completely took the cape off and we got a chance to see this who sean carter is as a a regular kind of normal guy what's what's going on in his psyche when he's not jay-z and he he jumps straight out the gate <laughs> like this album wastes no time getting really personal i mean literally the first track is called kill jay-z and it's basically him like kind of tearing himself down and rebuilding himself and r- reminding himself of all of the you know it's all of like his past flaws and things that he can look back on and say like that wasn't a good move that wasn't a good look (laughs) that was probably something uh you know something i should have done and i mean to get in little specifics um he had a line uh, you stabbed un over some records your excuse was he was talking too reckless if anybody knows jay-z's history you know the i think even Nas mentioned that in the ether disc about um him stabbing un I can't remember his full name at the moment, but you know he he goes into just situations like that. He talks about his um, his infidelity, and that that topic kind of sprinkles off throughout this album. But I like how personal the album starts off. Like I said, he he basically just tears himself down, and he's like, this this Jay Z persona might be causing more harm than good. So I kind of need to step away from all you know everything i've been doing i get it it's gotten me here but now it's time to i have to move on to something else because i can't keep doing the the jay-z thing it's not it's not 
working out the best for me now that I'm a bit more, you know, I'm a bit older, I'm a bit more mature. This could have cost me a lot more than it gained me. So I just I thought that was dope that he he started the album off like that. Um, also, I guess just to go into the sound of this track and a lot of the album, this album is very, uh, very soulful, really mellow. I, I like the fact that Jay on this album that there, there are no like there are no like bangers on here. There's not even many tracks on here that I could even see like being played on the radio. I mean, he's Jay Z, so I'm pretty sure a couple of these tracks will probably make it to the radio. But like, there, there's no there's no track on here that you would listen to and go, oh, that that's that's the radio single. Like this is a straight just kind of just real soulful, just grown man album pretty much nothing too catchy nothing nothing like that to really pop out he's kind of just he's just talking man he's just he's just talking on this album and then it rolls in the story of oj and <laughs> i love how um the track starts off and it's like oj like i'm not black i'm oj and then he just leaves this really long pause and he's like okay <laughs> i thought that was dope how he he started that off and like once again the story of oj and i'm kind of mad because i didn't watch um i heard the, the music video for this track was pretty dope but i haven't uh gotten around to watching it yet but yeah man like another track where he's kind of just he's just talking to him and in this track um which is also on the on the soulful tip no id did a, a great job on this album of just making these a lot of these tracks just have that real like soulful you know like hip-hop sound to him but um story of oj definitely a lot of lines about um financial empowerment which is another theme that you'll hear throughout this album um on various tracks uh with lines like i told him please don't die over the neighborhood that your mama rent take your drug money and buy the neighborhood that's how you rent it and that that's just a couple bars but like he he goes in a lot like I said, on, on this track, but also on the album, just about kind of ways that we could do things better with our money instead of, you know, buying chains and buying cars, you know, actually investing in something that'll make you money, something that'll generate you wealth instead of just like a temporary rich, something that you can, you know, hand down to your family, so on and so forth. Basically, Jay at 47, I think he's 47, but you know jay jay is a grown man now kind of realizing you know kind of how stupid it was back in the day to kind of just waste your money on whatever and he's just trying to give people game on you know what he thinks you should spend your money on what would be better to invest your money and your time in um and things like that so yeah that that track was dope i'm not gonna do oh i always say that but i'm gonna try not to do a track by track review but I just want to highlight some of the, the tracks that I did like. Um, Smile was another dope track, and I guess a quick note on that one. Um, it has a few bars. Um, like I said, on this album, he gets really, really personal, and you get to get a, a good look into his personal life, and he mentions that um, his mom was a lesbian, which is something I'm pretty sure none of us ever knew. Some people may not care, but like I said, it's, it's just cool to kind of see that side of him. And he actually... Um, his mother, I believe, finishes out the track and she kind of gives this long speech on, you know, about love who you want to love, so on and so forth. Because, you know, tomorrow isn't promised, things like that. So that track was cool. Um, the track with Frank Ocean, I honestly was not a big fan of, so I don't have <laughs> too much to say about it. 
um the title track 444 so i'm gonna be honest with you guys i don't much care about i guess <laughs> like celebrity gossip who cheated on who with what and i kind of feel bad because i love artists who have like great content and things that are really personal maybe it's just because it's jay-z that i don't care but like there's something about the content of this track and it's probably just me being biased that like i don't it's basically uh 444 it's just kind of a massive vent track about him venting about his relationship him cheating about how he wants to be better for his kids and he doesn't want to you know how would his kids react if they found out you know that he cheated on beyonce and would they look at him the same and like to be honest it's a really really like heartfelt track but i don't know i guess i I just don't care much about celebrity gossip (laughs) so i kind of like i don't know i I feel bad because on one hand man uh this instrumental man this beat is is great the sample oh my god no no id just killed this sample is so good um uh, the sample actually and i I wrote this down because i wanted to make note uh the sample is from a song called late nights and heartbreak from hannah williams and just the way no id chopped up the sample man like this beat is just so it's one of them one of those soulful tracks that like you you feel this right in the gut man when when it when it starts playing and you hear that sample uh kick in but i guess i don't know the content like i said didn't care too much for i'm pretty sure though most people who are jay-z fans this is probably one of their favorite tracks just for me i don't know i don't it's just me don't don't <laughs> i don't really have much else to say but the, the beat is just so mean man the, the beat just is so soulful it's so good and may, maybe that track will warm up to me like i said this is not a bad song at all it's it has really good content um i think one thing i don't like about that song actually and this is one of my problems kind of with this album is that i don't mind low-key production i don't mind soulful production i love soulful production actually to to be honest i I love that kind of production but like i felt like jay's delivery on not not every song but a lot of these songs um his delivery seems very, I don't want to say lazy, but I don't know. Like there was no, no umph, you know, and, and it, it sticks out because on tracks like, uh, just to scroll down a little bit. So, uh, if you listen to a track like smile or, uh, like bam, uh, which features Damian Marley, which is a really dope song on here. But, um, like those tracks have a little more umph to him you know jay's a little more like upbeat like i kind of i feel his presence more but then like i said on on like 444 which is a very heart wrenching track like lyrically i don't know there's something about the delivery that just seems so i don't know like it's just not there like it it kind of just falls flat for me and that's kind of my issue that's like my main issue with with this album is like lyrically a lot of these tracks are really good but it's just like the delivery for me always just it isn't always there and it kind of hinders me from liking this album a lot more um kind of what i guess would keep it from you know it's a a good listen but it 
I don't say it could have been a great listen, but like it could have been a much better listen. I think if it was just if the if his lyrical delivery was just I don't know like more energetic, feels just more presence there. Um, but even with that said, though, there's still a lot of solid tracks, and, and for this album to only be ten songs, he didn't really have a lot of filler. Like uh, you go on down to uh, Family Feud, which. Uh, I don't know if they sampled Beyonce's vocals or if she was actually singing or maybe if it was a mixture of both, but that track was fire. And that was another track where I felt like he was definitely spitting a lot more. Um, uh, I mentioned it earlier, Bam with Damian Marley. That's another upbeat track. And he, he, he'll have a couple of times in the in this album where he'll be like, you know, kind of referencing like, forget sean carter this is hove where he kind of gets back to like that braggadocious hove you know that everybody you know originally fell in love with and he and i can definitely say man jay even at 47 man he, he still got bars like <laughs> don't get it twisted like i i'll I, I still have you know things about this album i don't like but i can't slight jay on the bars man um y'all make me turn up all this talking down niggas is skipping leg day just to run their mouth <laughs> i be skipping leg day i still run the road i press the head of your team with one finger curled i line you up i line all you up with one finger wave make niggas weave niggas out here fake like <laughs> jay still got bars man it's still not a game at 47 he's still flexing on like he's he's still better than most of the industry even at his age man dude dude still got got bars for days so like i said and there, there are a lot of clever lines um i, I wish i could have just took note of them all but it there are a lot of gems um lyrical gems on this album but uh yeah bam with damian marley that's a really dope track um and i guess the last track i'll i'll mention um kind of detail is marcy me um that's probably one of my favorites uh if not my favorite um only because that kind of this track um kind of reminds me of like a vintage hove definitely a track where he was he was definitely spitting on uh hold a uzi vertical let the thing smoke y'all flirting with death i'll be winking through the scope (laughs) like jay was jay was spitting on that track and there's another it's a real just like hip-hop sounding track man that that track is bananas so yeah i I gotta give him props for that one um and really the only other tracks i didn't really mention were um moonlight and legacy and legacy closes out the album and um not really one of my favorite tracks but the, the content i think is really cool about um you know he wants to leave behind a legacy for his kids pass wealth down to them so that they can pass wealth down to someone else and they can do things for the community so on and so forth you know so that that um the content of that song i i really like um but yeah i'm I'm not gonna ramble about that this album too much man it's it's, it's a really dope listen um like i said if it's there, there aren't any like bangers on here so if if you're going in thinking this is gonna sound like you know blueprint three or i guess even magna carta like it, this isn't that at all man this is a really really soulful like i said kind of just grown man album this is jay-z with the mask off revealing you know revealing everything going all into the personal life all into um you know his philosophy of financial empowerment and you know being wise with your money this is him venting out and 
talking about you know his infidelities and fully addressing that issue and how it affected him and how he's trying to become better because of it and things like that so this is a really to i guess to make a comparison i actually heard this on um one of the guys from dead and hip-hop said this and i kind of agree um this album sounds like i don't know if you guys are familiar well i've, I've mentioned odyssey before on this podcast but um odyssey is a part of um, the record label with mellow music group and they were somebody in dead and hip-hop has said that this sounds like a mellow music group album just with jay rapping over it and i would i would definitely have to agree just due to the fact like i said it's, it's one of those just really soulful you know real just like hip-hop to the core listens there, are, there aren't any bangers nothing on here is really screaming out at you it's it's just a real soulful album um and like i said it at, at times for me the album the like his delivery to me isn't always there so I, like sometimes i just i find myself losing interest while i listen to it but for the most part th this was a solid listen like i said it took a few listens for this to grow on me so not sure if i'll pick the physical up yet i don't know if i like this album enough <laughs> to, to throw my money at it to be completely honest but if I feel like if you're a Jay fan, especially like if you've been a fan of Jay since like Reasonable Doubt, you'll probably love this album. You, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy this. Um, if you're if you're like me and you've kind of just been on the fence about Jay Z, you'll, you'll probably still like this because, like I said, the, the content of the album is really good. Um, the production is is pretty good. It's you know real low key and soulful. Um, just the delivery f for me personally could have could have been better, but other than that man solid listen um definitely I, I would say one of jay's better projects at least that i've heard so yeah man give give this a listen man if like i said if you're a jay fan you'll probably eat this up and by the time i put this review out you guys have probably listened to this album like 30 times already so <laughs> but yeah man dope dope listen man definitely a, a solid listen shout outs to jay-z even at his age still putting out quality work and quick mention i'll mention before i get to uh, my next album actually now that i think about it i can say this for all three albums because i feel like back in the day i remember like like in the mid 90s kind of like when i first started getting into hip-hop in like mid 90s and early 2000s to where hip-hop was really really a young man's game it was almost like if you were over <laughs> like 27 and you were still rapping it was almost like frowned upon it's like are you 30 and you rap like <laughs> people like almost clowned you for it like it was a bad thing and literally all three of the artists that i'm reviewing today i think all of them have been in the game like two decades nearly at least if if not more so i think it's just kind of cool that as the genre gets older i've noticed the fans are getting older and i feel like that whole ageism thing i'm not gonna say it's disappearing but i feel like it's not that big of an issue anymore like i think some people forget like push it is i don't know if he's 40 but he's pretty old and he's you know up there and dudes like kanye like all of these major you know all of like the major acts in hip-hop a lot of these dudes are in their late 20s early 30s or in jay's case you know in their 40s and they're still putting out quality music and nobody's really mentioning like age anymore so 
I, I think it goes to prove that as long as the the content is dope the quality is dope you know people are, are still willing to give you a listen and i just think it's cool that you know the hip-hop fans are kind of growing up with the artists and that whole ages and thing at least the way i see it it's not that that big of a deal anymore so yeah once again man shout out to jay-z uh, dope album 444 check it out if you haven't um, i still need to do my homework and watch some of these music videos which i've heard are all pretty dope and i think he dropped one for 444 too so uh gotta give that a look so but yeah jay-z 444 dope album uh go give that a listen moving on next album up to bat um what what can i say for this this gentleman um i'm not sure how many of you guys listening are familiar with zero um but if you're hearing my voice and you live in the southern region particularly (laughs) anywhere in texas you definitely know who zero is and if you live in texas and you like hip-hop and you don't know who zero is you need to for one you should be ashamed of yourself two you need to do some homework (laughs) but um i guess really before i get into this album I i gotta give a quick run through of zero um this dude has been putting it down since like 98 99 i think his debut album uh, look what you did to me i want to say that came out in like 98 99 um yeah man he he came out he was um one of one of rap a lot's probably biggest artists back then in that you know early 2000s time um he had albums like i said debut look what you did to me he was part of the legendary screwed up click with dj screw um he had a group called gorilla mob with him um for people who don't know uh, trey the truth is actually zero's cousin so um him trey and i believe the other guy's name was dougie d um they had a group called gorilla uh, gorilla mob back in i want to say that was late 90s early 2000s they put out an album called rise um and he he, he did his thing with rap a lot he put out man this dude has so many albums let the truth be told zero versus the world i'm still living crack (laughs) meth uh legendary this dude has so many albums out life of joseph w mcveigh like he he has a lot of content out man and this album um no love boulevard is allegedly this is his like his final album and i think he's somewhere in the 20s in terms of solo albums he's put out um i think the ones i i i don't own all of his catalog just because he has so much work but i, I own a, a good bulk of his catalog and i've just i've heard a lot of his music in general and i became a zero fan i guess just a quick i'm going a quick rant i don't care but <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna do um an episode dedicated to how like the independent texas hip-hop scene like how i came into it because there's a whole i don't think a lot of people know like houston back in like those early mid and early 2000s kind of like before mike jones and those dudes got famous and dudes like mike jones paul wall slim thug chameleonaire all them like they had their own following in houston and i mean big following like these dudes were moving units underground way before they came into major labels like these dudes already had money (laughs) they already knew the independent game and in a lot of ways these guys were way ahead of their time in in terms of just being independent moving their own merch not depending on labels because you kind of look at how the game is now 
and not everybody signed the labels a lot of people were trying to do their own thing and these guys in texas man they were so I, I was i was originally actually born in texas and i used to fly back and forth down there between texas and maryland and um but i really got familiar with that scene when my stepbrother uh put me on i used to visit him he kind of i guess you could say took me to my roots and it was kind of weird because i wasn't like a huge fan of of a lot of the stuff that i heard when i first heard it because a lot of it was chopped and screwed and like i just wasn't really familiar with it and i remember when i left texas and then i came back to maryland i was like man i kind of missed that stuff because now i come back to maryland i'm hearing the same old stuff on the radio and i'm like man i kind of want to hear that screwed up <laughs> you know i want to hear that screw sound again i want to listen to all those those dudes that he had put me on so what i started doing was i would just you know around this time i you know i would get my little little allowance you know or i would go out with my dad and he would you know he would buy me a cd or whatever so any texas artist that i came across i would buy because i just i missed that hearing that sound so much because to me they were so different than everything else that i would hear you know up on the east coast and zero was one of those dudes man who i uh became a fan of and i think like the first album i heard from him was life of joseph w mcveigh and the, the first um yeah that, that was the first album i'd heard from him and just to describe his style real quick um for people who if you've never listened to zero um this no love boulevard album kind of encompasses almost everything that you would want from a zero album um if, if you've never listened to zero he's a very he's very he's like a hybrid of like a scarface and like a pock like I, I think he has he has like the passion of a pock he has a, the bluntness of like a scarface like lyrically he definitely doesn't pull any punches it's very direct it's very raw it's very honest excuse me it's just some real it's just some real street rap but what separated him i think from a lot of his peers especially down in houston is that he has a lot of different flows like he can do he can do the rapid fire which i think he did he did a lot earlier in his career um he could do the rapid fire flow he can slow it down he he does the singing a lot <laughs> and if you know zero you know his nicknames they're rotha vandross <laughs> relvis presley like he he definitely he's been doing the singing rapping thing really way, way before anybody you listen to now has probably been doing it. he's been doing that way since way back when man and uh no love boulevard is like i said man it, it encompasses everything you want from a zero album um content wise like i said man zero is just a real a real street dude um he, he talks a lot about kind of rolling one deep how he doesn't really mess with people like that because he doesn't think really anybody has his best interest in mind um he, he'll be quick to put you under the dirt if he if he thinks you're trying to cross him or if he feels like he's being disrespected um he also definitely has a lot of religious undertones in his music actually you know what i can't even say undertones but I, feel, I feel like he pretty much makes them known about you know he he tries to stay close to god as much as he can but you know he's only human so he he definitely strays away but he's he's always trying to get back in in the good graces so to speak like i said it's just real just kind of just reality street rap um production wise on the album i can say zero sound as of late especially with like his last like two or three projects um it's definitely gotten a lot more accessible on the um on the production tip and not not to make that uh, 
like sound like it's bad you know like it just has a lot more a lot more of a trap the trap ish i guess you could say like vibe to it a lot of these beats uh definitely knock um so it's it's for someone who's never listened to zero um if you if you're a fan of like just more street more like street rap something with a little bit of a trap influence this will probably be something right up your alley and one thing i appreciate about zero is a lot of artists you'll start liking them you know in the beginning and then throughout their career you might you know not be so much of a fan anymore because they've strayed so far away from maybe what they originally used to do that made you fall in love with them zero never did that man and that could partially be why um you know he, he never really like i'm pretty sure he's he's done well for himself making a living off of music but he's definitely one of those dudes who i feel could have been a lot bigger than he was but i just think due to the fact that he never wanted to cater to the mainstream he did exactly what he wanted to do when he wanted to do it and he made the music that he wanted to throughout his entire career so like i guess the good thing is if if you like this album you'll like anything you hear from zero because most of what he put out doesn't stray too <laughs> doesn't stray too further from this uh, other than like i said the production is a bit more accessible but like the content and lyrically wise lyric wise it, it everything else he's put out doesn't really stray too much far from this um i will say though this album it's a lot it's a lot more melodic than normal or actually i can't even say the normal but it's it's just the the melodic side of zero like it, the, in terms of the, you know singing and harmonizing that is very 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 uh prevalent throughout this album but <laughs> i don't mind when he does it because for one it makes the song so just catchy like he they get really infectious and i don't know man I, I i love this album man this if this is indeed zero's last album he went out the same way he came in man just on some reality rap <laughs> like but i like i just i enjoy just like the rawness and of his music um I, I guess let me pull up the track list and just uh just to give you guys some some tracks you might want to check out um i will say with this album i tend to enjoy the first half um better than the second half um there are some tracks in the middle of the album that are kind of eff for me but still for the most part man I, I i'm a big zero fan so this guy this album gave me everything that i pretty much wanted to hear um starts off with lost my mind which is a, <laughs> a very typical uh zero track um and it goes um from the other side um which is the second track on here which is probably one of my favorite if not my favorite track um i love how the uh the uh, song ends and if you ask me i'm just another nigga main but the other day jj watt tweeted a nigga name <laughs> roy you need to learn how to love yourself leave them pills alone realize you a drug yourself like he he i don't know man just classic row just classic row and i know i'm the kind of saying these bars regular but a lot of these he kind of sings out but he just has this this rawness about his music man it's, it's just it's extremely honest and it's just it's just extremely real but like i said this this album starts off just fire man the lost my mind is a great opener then it goes to from the other side uh <laughs> then it goes to solid i love the track solid uh, i can't remember the entire um 
the entire line, but um, it was something the line he said about um, how he had people doing the mannequin challenge, leave him and leave him laying stiff in a six foot six box or something like that, man. <laughs> like that that track is dope. Also has a really uh, a really catchy hook. Um, a lot of these tracks, like I said, definitely got some knock. Definitely have a kind of a trap vibe to them. But then you get the tracks like uh, they don't understand, which is a, a lot more, a lot more mellow, a lot more chilled back, um, and even more relaxed when you you get the singing in the background. Um, as I mentioned earlier, he he definitely he he mentions God pretty much in any album you hear from him, and more often than not, you'll you'll at least get a song that kind of encompasses, you know, a lot of his religious beliefs and things and and that things of that nature. Um, and on that album, oh, sorry, on this album, um, that would be the track Devil in Me. And pretty much on that track, he's kind of just talking about how he, you know, he could have sold his soul. He could have gotten the big major deals and, you know, ran into a bunch of money. But, you know, he feels like had he done that, it would have kind of, I guess, strengthened his, I mean, not strained his relationship with God. He probably would have kind of gotten further away from you know what he thinks his true purpose is and what he should be doing so he just kind of never went that route because he, he felt like it wouldn't have been the best thing for him um and then like i said content wise it's not really a whole lot for me to talk about like i said it's just a lot of street rap on here just delivered in a very <laughs> melodic way um so i'll just go through real quick man some of my favorite tracks uh, like i said lost my mind from the other side solid they don't understand uh bring a stack um like i said that middle section after that um so devil in me is cool but then you got like play me kiwi uh lit up was okay um, didn't much care for play me or kiwi uh, i don't remember we are that much uh then it goes bye bye uh the last two closing tracks so bye bye and then uh he's not done yet which is a really dope closer to this album um yeah man this is just a really for if you're a fan of zero and you've been listening to him for this long you'll probably love this album um if you're not a zero fan or or if you never listened to zero this this honestly wouldn't be too bad of a starter not not to say that this is his best work at all um i don't think this and i don't mean that like this is a bad album um i just personally i, I enjoy a lot of his earlier works um i think some of his earlier works show a lot more of his versatility because like i said i think this album relies a lot on the singing not that he doesn't rap but i would say if, if you never listen to zero i would say if, even if, if you listen to this and like it other albums i would probably recommend you go back and listen to um let the truth be told that's probably one of his best albums and that album has the classic most city don freestyle which if you're from texas you know if you've never heard if you don't know what most city uh don freestyle is go to youtube right now type in uh zero's most city don freestyle and look for a live clip of him performing it and just watch <laughs> watch how the crowd knows every single word bar for bar man it's it's crazy to watch him perform this song like he can literally just hold the mic out into the crowd and they'll just wrap the whole thing for him. He doesn't even have to do anything. Um, 
so like I said, man, let let the truth be told. That's that's probably I don't, say, I don't know if that's my favorite Zero album, but it's up there, man. That's that's like top three. So I would say check out Let the Truth Be Told. Um, check out Life of Joseph W. McVeigh. Um, check out his debut album, um, Let the Truth Be Told. I mean, sorry. Uh, look what you did to me. Um, I would say listen to those albums. That'll definitely give you a good feel of of what Zero can bring to the table. But for No Love Boulevard, man, if you if you want some street, something street with some trap <laughs> with some with some singing Th- this is it man like this is just just really just raw this is just as raw as, as real as it gets man um yeah man zero's that dude man that i i can go on and on i've I've, just, I've been a big zero fan for a long time so zero's just he's he's always been that dude to me um dudes like him and he's one of those dudes i feel like in texas who doesn't get as much props excuse me as he probably should dudes like him dudes like Devin the dude who've just been just putting it down man for for texas as a whole for a, a long time man they definitely deserve a lot of credit and they've you know they've managed to just stay in this game for so long man not a lot of people can say that you know i've been rapping for you know over a decade almost two decades if not two decades and i've managed to stay managed to be successful and and stay relevant and you know throughout the entire time so like i said man no love boulevard this is zero's last album if you just want some real reality just raw street rap this is it man i I don't got nothing else to tell you (laughs) dope album man like i said if this is zero's last album this is a great one to go out on man and i'm, I'm glad I, i'm glad i bought this glad i got my physical copy because I, I still I, I listen to this album every day so man shout out to zero um that best of luck to whatever else um you decide to get into if this is indeed your last album and thanks for all the great music man i, I got a lot of albums from you i've been listening to for a long time that i will continue listening to so um salutes to zero man and the last album that i'm gonna get into today everybody knows him or you should know him if you don't once again you should be ashamed of yourself uh one half hour cast man big boy boomerverse i was pretty excited when i heard he was dropping this album even though i listened to uh the first one he put out uh what's it uh chico dusty son of chico i don't know that album had a really long title <laughs> but it was a really dope album though man i, I love that album um i didn't listen to all of the other ones he put out he had like dangerous lies and vicious rumor something like that and then he did like the ep with fanagram um but either way man like big boy is just one of those dudes like when i, I know if i put on something from him i'm, I'm gonna be entertained like I'm, I'm gonna hear some really good production i'm just i know i'm gonna get something quality but this like the j album another uh example of why i do not review albums like the day or the week that they come out because um, i'll be honest the first probably like two listens on this i didn't like it all that much there were definitely tracks immediately that i pulled off that i enjoyed but like as a whole this album it didn't like i don't know it just it didn't it wasn't clicking for me at first and i'm not really sure (laughs) i'm not really sure why it didn't click there there are definitely um 
there are some tracks on here that I, I definitely think are better than others some tracks i don't care too much for but as a whole this album has grown on me a lot since i first heard it um going into boomerverse man all i wanted man give me some tracks that knock just <laughs> give me some good music man this, i just want something that knocks let me get something that's gonna rattle my trunk a little bit something that's gonna be really really well produced and i know big boy is gonna come with some bars he's gonna come with something witty something catchy you know and then like i said it didn't click for me at first but after a couple listens man i got what i was looking for and kind of like um zero's album they're they're like i said the album i think starts off good there are parts in the middle that are kind of it for me but it finishes strong um so i guess i'll just start uh first track the next day uh which is always great to hear big rube on a track uh you know everybody if you don't know big rube you should know big rube he, he's always doing his little spoken word pieces at the end just always adds a nice touch to the track um so the, the intro track the next day to me was dope um <laughs> i like the line i know you feel boy that's me in third person sometimes i get beside myself i call it soul searching like big boy on the low got bars man i feel like i, I know when you're rapping with three stacks it's kind of hard to get lost i mean it's kind of easy to get lost because three stacks is such a beast but y'all gotta stop you know acting like big boy don't don't be holding it down man like big boy got bars too um so that 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 track um good good intro good way to kick off the album then the first full length track man kill jill with killer mike and jeezy man bro everything about this track is just the beat is just mean that little japanese vocal sample thing they do in the beginning is dope killer mike you know killer mike is always a beast that track is that track is just mean and jeezy even though i i wanted jeezy to have a verse on this he did really really good on the hook man like this this is a really this is the perfect single for this album and yeah i think this was the first song that i heard before this album dropped and i was like oh yeah i'm, I'm definitely buying this like that this track just it, it knocks and it knocks in the trunk <laughs> it's 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 just good man i don't i don't know what else to say and like i said man this album it starts off just straight fire man then it goes to uh mike jack with adam levine so let me say real quick on my first listen i remember um i was coming back from target <laughs> and i was listening to this and i remember getting the mic jack and i remember seeing adam levine's name and i was like man this is about to be just whack and the lit honestly the first time i listened to it i didn't like it man i was like what is this it was it was really upbeat and i don't know like i'm not a huge adam levine fan so like it, it just wasn't it wasn't doing it for me man like this track really lost me the first time i listened to it but after a while that hook started to get stuck in my head and this song got so catchy and i was like let me go back and listen to this so i went back and i listened to it and i was like yo this track is mean (laughs) like (laughs) this track is nasty so it took a couple listens but yeah man adam levine you did your thing man not not a huge fan but did your thing man did this it's a very kind of like upbeat um upbeat track very well produced though man and that's 
that's a, a thing about this album and i can't name all the producers but i gotta give some people some credit because i think um pretty sure or i think organized noise um had their hands on a few tracks i think scott storch even had a hand dj khalil um cory moe a lot of just a lot of good producers man all over this album who definitely gave it a good variety of sounds you got tracks that uh knocking the trunk and i guess real quick just to <laughs> carry to carry that theme with knocking in the trunk man in the south with with gucci Mane and pimp c this track right here is just quintessential there are certain tracks that i hear that like embody to me like what the south is in terms of hip-hop um one track i can name just throw it out there um uh, bun b's album um trill 2 there was a track called your everything with rick ross uh eight ball and mjg can't believe there's another person on there but like that was one of those tracks that i heard i was like oh this is just the south like this is so this is so south this is so southern this <laughs> this is southern hip-hop at its finest and this track in the south or off this album man it's it's just typical just knocking in the trunk dope hook great to hear pimp c r.i.p on a hook um gucci did his thing opening the track up just it's just a perfect southern hip-hop track man like if you're from the south or you 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 like that southern sound that southern boom hip-hop you, you'll love this track man it's it's perfect <laughs> it's literally just like it's the perfect just southern hip-hop track and then it goes to order of operations which is probably my favorite song on here another track that bangs in the trunk i love the content too on this track with um big boy basically kind of describing how he you know he got his hustle right how he he started to hustle smart and you know at a young age you know he he had this quick moment where he he blew his money i think he said on like a lexus or something and he was like then at age 20 i got land and from there it was all about making money saving money you know just being being smart with with your hustle and, and what you do kind of like on the jay-z tip you know be, being being financially <laughs> responsible so to speak so uh, i love that track man order operation that's just probably my favorite track on here just the beat big boys flow the, the content of the song like love that love that track um the album takes a bit of a mood turn after order of operations and this is where it kind of gets to tracks that are kind of it for me not that i think they're bad songs um well okay all night um the first time i heard this track i did not like it and i kind of still don't <laughs> to be to be completely honest it's a it's a very well produced track excuse me but it's just for me man this track is so so happy <laughs> not to be on my joe button tip but like man this track is just so happy it's it's too giddy for i don't know man it's too it's too sunshiny it's too giddy for me i can't can't i don't know man y'all y'all might like it it's, that's not for me though like i don't maybe i'm just a depressing person i don't know i i, I can't it's just it's too giddy it's too happy but um that track and then you got uh, get with it's featuring snoop dogg which is uh definitely has a lot of songs on here that kind of have like that more like player vibe to them that, that like that pimp vibe so get with it is probably uh, definitely one of those songs that would fit that mold 
um him and snoop uh have had pretty good chemistry i'm not like a big fan of that song but you know it's, it's a decent cut um and you got overthunk with uh Aaron, uh that with eric bellinger and kind of what big boy's talking about is just kind of like the concept of overthinking in terms of lyrics and you know just kind of everything um that, that's a pretty cool uh cool track in the middle of the album uh then it goes to chocolate which is another one of those like kind of just upbeat kind of like <laughs> kind of like pimper songs um some of the upbeat I, I tend to just like more of the boom side of this album um really like the upbeat tracks don't aside from mike jack with adam levine don't do too much for me but i'm pretty sure you guys out there you might enjoy those tracks also they, they give the album a, a bit more variety so it's not so same you know same z all throughout so you, you get big boy gives you a lot of different looks and and i'll say even though some of those like i said more upbeat tracks i'm not a huge fan of big boy is very good at just being able to rap over all kinds of production like he can find his pocket in any kind of beat and makes it work and i think that speaks to his talent just as an artist as an mc that he can ride any type of beat and he, he knows how to make it work so he, even though those you know aren't really like my favorite tracks um they're they're, they're solid tracks and you know he, he 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 does a good job making them do what they should do it's just for me personally it, it doesn't do much for me but and then uh, made man with uh killer mike and corrupt haven't heard corrupt in a while so that was cool um i like made man this track is really gritty a really just kind of grimy um really grimy instrumental really just dirty track uh, uh, this is another track that i just i love on here um <laughs> the way this track ends though so the next track after made man is called freakonomics but in between those two songs, I'm at right at the end of Made Man. Uh, there's this little, <laughs> little small interlude at the very end, and <laughs> this guy just comes on and he's just like, "You remember when you we used to go over your grandma's house and she had the plastic on the couch? It's because your grandma was a squirter." And it's just like, "Bro, why, why, <laughs> why was this on that album? Why did you feel the need to give me that imagery?" And then he goes from that to the track Freakonomics, which is another one of those kind of a more upbeat uh, songs. So <laughs> I guess for what it's worth, the transition between those two songs, I guess, was kind of funny. But I don't appreciate the imagery, bro. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. But, you know, Made Man was cool. Freakonomics, you, you can guess what that track is about. I don't, I don't really got to go into it. Uh, and then the track, um, sorry, the album uh, ends uh, with Follow These, which features Currency and uh, Killer Mike. And I'm not a huge Currency guy. Um, I don't think I've ever really listened to a Currency project, to be honest. I just kind of hear him on features. I, I know, I've known who he is for the longest, but his music doesn't like really interest me. But I, I liked him on this track. Um, another one, kind of like Made Man, it's a, um, it has the boom production kind of to it but it's a lot more a lot more like sinister sounding a lot more dirtier um if, if i could describe it um has a lot more of a grimy feel to it so it's a good way to to close the album out so really man yeah all in all man boomerverse another just dope album from big boy and i, I think man i know we love three stacks i love three stacks as much as the next person 
But we, we gotta start acknowledging <laughs> We gotta start acknowledging Big Boy Stop treating this man like he's not there Like like he's not a great MC Like he's not a great artist He's put out quality work Every time he releases And I, I think he just deserves some more recognition And this album proves that he You know Been in the game like I said man Like every artist I've reviewed today Dudes have been in the game two decades almost or it may be two decades and they're still putting out quality music and they're just as good as (laughs) any of your other favorite rappers you might listen to this album like i said is very well produced big boy definitely comes through lyrically he's not slouching off all of the features on here are dope And, and a lot of the features are people that i'm not like huge fan of huge fans of but like i don't the features are used really well and they all contribute well to every track that they're on so this, this album is just, it's really fun to listen to like i said the the, the middle part of the album i'm not it, it kind of gets air with me but like the, those first like five tracks are just flames just first five six and then the middle part gets air but then it kind it finishes strong so oh, all in all man it's, it's a really solid album and like i said the first couple of listens i wasn't too big on it but this album has a lot of replay value now man I've, I've found myself going back to this album repeatedly to give it more listens and it it just i don't know it, it just it knocks man <laughs> boomerverse is a good a good album title for this album man it, it definitely knocks it definitely rattles the trunk how your review mirror shaking dope album from big boy man like just really 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 good album really solid um really solid project man i'm I'm definitely glad i picked this up so all three albums i've mentioned man jay-z 444 uh, give that a listen like i said if you're a jay fan you'll love it um even if you're not a big jay fan you'll definitely probably still pull some tracks off there that you'll like zero no love boulevard h-town legend if you if you if you've been rocking with zero for this long you'll love that album if you don't know zero you ain't familiar you want some raw just kind of real street rap <clears throat> look no further this is who you go to um and like i said man best of luck to do man if this your last album excuse me i've been talking for about an hour <laughs> my voice is starting to fail me and i don't got no water in here i'm in here dying on this microphone right now so um oh no i do have water so I'm going to be unprofessional real quick. I need to take a squig because I'm dying <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. I know that was extremely unprofessional, but y'all understand. I was, I was about to roll over in here. But yeah, man, Zero. Shout outs to you, man. Um, so many years in the game. Definitely gave us a lot of albums, a lot of content. So, you know, appreciate this. This last album, man, it was a dope listen. And Big Boy, Boomerverse big boy's big boy man he, he does what he does and it just seems to work every time and hopefully people just start to open their eyes up man like big boy i get it we love three stacks but big boy that that do too man don't 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 sleep on him and and pick this album up man this i, I guarantee you you'll you'll find tracks off this album that you enjoy um but yeah man that's, that's about all i got for today um i guess real quick before i leave 
um, I've, I've been hearing, you know, rumors, you know, word, word on the street of SoundCloud might be leaving us <laughs> soon, so I know some of y'all might be listening to this on SoundCloud, so I'm not sure what the future is going to hold, um, I've been thinking I might need to throw this podcast up on iTunes, uh, i kind of been meaning to do that for a while, just honestly I haven't gotten around to it, but yeah, um, I hope SoundCloud doesn't leave us. I really love SoundCloud. It's like a, a platform to listen to music and listen to podcasts. But um, allegedly, they got like 50 days left to live. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that if they're going to get bought out by somebody. But um, if you listen to this on SoundCloud, if SoundCloud disappears, I still got all my podcast episodes up on YouTube. So um, they'll always be there for you guys to listen to. Um, so listen on YouTube, man. Uh, like the the Facebook page. Just go to Facebook. Uh, type in Dojo Talk Podcast. We got a Facebook page. You can like that. Um, if you want to interact with me on social media, um, I am on Twitter. Finally, um, you can hit me up at Serial Sensei. Um, shout out to the people who um, I've been coming across on Twitter too, man. I, I was against Twitter for a long time. I thought it was stupid, but <laughs> I've been on there, man. You follow the right people. It's 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 a pretty cool, man. Shout outs to um. Uh, Big Stowe from Dead End Hip Hop. I think he's a publicist there. Shout out to uh, the Technical File Podcast. Found another sports club podcast I can listen to. Uh, found a lot of MMA guys who I can't remember. But um, yeah, man, just shout out to the people on Twitter who I've, I've interact with. And, you know, y'all, y'all are cool people. So I appreciate the love. And like I said, man, like, like the podcast. Share with a friend. If you like hip hop, you like music, you like mixed martial arts. Um, you like anime you know let a friend know tell them to listen I'll, I'll probably review something they'll be interested in um and as far as upcoming episodes uh gotta find me some more albums to dig into um we definitely got fights we gotta review i mean my co-host Antar cool because it's been international fight week there's been a lot of fights going on so we'll figure out how to fit everybody into one episode and you know figure out how to make that work and then like i said i, I want to talk about castlevania probably want to get around the war to planet of the apes when i get around to see that so it'll be content coming man i, I, I can say I'm, i think i've done pretty good keep keeping content out there trying to drop at least once a week keep it interesting still trying to grow my, my audience and my fan base like i said man if, if you listen to my podcast at all you know share with a friend man i'd I really appreciate it but i've been talking to you guys to death for a little over an hour so I'm going to shut up now. I'll go let you guys enjoy your evening or your morning or your night, whatever time it might be that you're, um, you are listening to this. And I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go get some food because I haven't eaten in a couple hours and I'm getting, getting a little hungry. I need some water because my voice is starting to crack. <laughs> so, but um, hey, man, yeah, pre- appreciate you guys uh, for listening. Um, it's been uh, another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. And hopefully I will catch you guys soon. Y'all have a nice day. Peace.